0: My guest this week is Melanie Kalmar. Melanie is the corporate vice president, chief information officer, and chief digital officer of Dow, the $60 billion, 123 year old chemical and material sciences company that was reborn in 2019 when Dow DuPont split into three separate publicly traded companies. In this role, Melanie is responsible for driving the global strategy for information technology and digital capabilities to advance Dow's growth and business strategies. She's also a member of the executive leadership team and leads the Dow services business, which provides services in support of Dow's merger and acquisition strategy. Melanie joined Dow in 1987, and she's held several IT leadership positions within the company. In this interview, Melanie recaps the merger with DuPont, subsequent executive shuffle, and ultimately the spinoff that resulted in Dow and two other publicly traded companies, Portiva and DuPont. The new Dow is a material sciences company that heavily invests in research and development and collaborating with customers to drive innovation. She notes that mergers present an opportunity to invest in future capabilities, and that DAO invested heavily in its digital transformation during this period. We also discussed the expansion of her role to include the CDO title, three anchors of DAO's digital and IT strategy, her interest in artificial intelligence and DAO's artificial intelligence competency center, and a variety of other topics. Melanie Kalmar, welcome to Technovation. Great to speak with you again. Thank you, Peter. Great to be here. Wonderful. Well, so Melanie, what a consequential year 2019 was for you, um, and perhaps biggest of the consequences was... Uh, the spin to create what is now the new Dow. And I wonder if you could take a moment and just reflect on uh, that change, what has been widely viewed as a, a successful spin and talk a bit about um, you know, how that was undertaken.
1: Sure. It was uh, a crazy year. I'll say that. And it's interesting because here we are in February and it was less than a year ago that we became the new Dow. So, it started with uh, the merge with Dupont, which was about 120 billion dollar merger, and um, uh, you know we uh, basically brought the two companies together, kind of shuffled the deck, and and created three very uh, separate, uh, separately traded companies. And Dow was the first to spin, which we spun out in April. And we spun uh, Corteva, which is the ag company out in June, which left DuPont, which is the specialty materials company. So the new Dow is a material science company uh, where we uh, uh, invest heavily in R&D and work very close with our, our customers to uh, innovate with them on um, material science. Mm-hmm. So uh, pretty, very huge undertaking. Um, you know, we focused on it for about three years in the making. And, uh, you know, like I said, we we um, reshuffled our portfolios, made sure that the best owner had had the right businesses. Uh, we spent the time separating our systems. So it was unique in that we we knew going into the merger that we weren't that we were going to spin the three companies. So we didn't integrate a lot of our systems. But uh, that's not to say that there wasn't a lot of work. To separate the systems when you have pieces of each company kind of going in three directions. So that's what we spent our time on. We also, though, used it as an opportunity to really um, invest in our digital transformation. I mean, when you do an MA, and we've done several M&As over the years, uh, you typically have the opportunity to, to invest in, in what is required to make that change. And instead of just um, making changes to enable only the spin, we leapfrogged a few areas and really invested in some of our platforms, some of our digital platforms that would help, you know, fuel the future for the company. So if you think about, um, you know, key areas that we invested in uh, our HR platform, uh, we also invested in a business planning platform because we were changing our portfolio so much. And as well, Um, you know, we have invested in our, in our digital commerce platform and I can go into more details on those, but, uh, those are kind of three key areas that I think provided a good foundation. Uh, and we were able to work on those, like I said, as part of the, as part of the merge and spin activity. So. Uh, we've also been very focused on uh, progressing our, our our digital and our IT strategy, uh, and and that strategy is really um, anchored on three pillars. Uh, the first is uh, working and being closer with our customers. Uh, the second is making work easier for our employees, and then the third is really uh improving uh I'd say the speed and really how we work, because our objective is to become a more real-time DAO. Uh, and if you think about historically, I think we've all kind of designed and developed our our we all call them work processes, but I, I refer to it as the way we work. Uh, based on kind of uh, functional silos and handoffs and a lot of batch processing historically. And what we're really focused on is, you know, the end-to-end, putting everything on its side and driving so we can be a real-time company where, you know, we're using the information real-time and, uh, you know, collaborating with our customers in our real-time. That's so, right. Some, some really fun and exciting things. I think, you know, coming out of the spin, like I said, we haven't even been the new DAO for a year. But um, what we like to talk about is the fact that the new DAO is a digital DAO. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've made some, some big investments, uh, the platforms that we've de- delivered. Um, and, you know, we're, we're really working, like I said, to deepen our relationships with our customers, uh, and, and really help them innovate and, and bring really that next generation of products that, uh, suit their, their complex Changing needs in in the environments that they work in, and and especially in our industry, you know that the whole um, the whole space of recyclable and, and and durable products is really important. So we're you know we're also focused on technologies and and driving a different way of working uh, using high throughput research. Uh, I would say at a different level than we've ever done before. You know, analytical sciences and then, you know, modeling. And we've been able to really reduce our uh, commercialization times by up to two to three X with some of the capabilities that we're focused on. So, some fun stuff.
0: Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. I'd love to delve a little bit further into your strategic pillars. You talked about working closely with customers, making work easier for employees, improving speed and how we work. I'd love to actually, maybe, if you wouldn't mind, uh, addressing each of those in a little bit more detail as to how you go about doing those things and the, and the role that, that uh, technology and digital play in enabling each of those.
1: Absolutely. So that, you know, being closer to our customer, um, you know, if you think about the kind of industry that we're in, I would say historically, we were, uh, you know, assets are us kind of company. We we pumped as much product out of our assets and pushed it, uh, you know, out into the market. And what we're finding is, as a material science company, there's so much uh, that we can innovate with our customers. So we've, um, you know, working with our, our commercial organization, we actually started surveying our customers and really developing a, a customer experience index for, for Dow and, and how our customers really view us, which is totally different than anything we've done in the past. And we're driving that really what the customer needs and how the customer sees how we operate to, to line out our, our agenda and our priorities in digital. And, you know, some of the feedback that we heard, uh, you know, one of the most difficult areas that our customers uh, have found in doing business with us is in our, you know, when they have a, a quality problem. And if they have, you know, have to return a product and, you know, just the way we were set up, we weren't organized to, you know, make that more streamlined and quote unquote enjoyable for our customers. So if you think about, you know, we all probably or most of us have have had the Apple experience. I mean, that's what we talk about inside of Dow. is how do we make it seamless and easy for our customers to interact On those, you know, we've identified the key touch points that we have with our customers. And, of course, you know, the innovation key point, the getting, uh, you know, product to our customers when we say we're going to are all very key that we're focused on as well. But that one was one that we could, uh, you know, address pretty quickly and and really change the the conversation with our customers. So, you know, when we talk about... um, being closer to our customers or focusing on the customer experience. That's what we're talking about. The employee experience is, you know, there's a, there's a workforce out there that's coming in to the working world that's ready for the workforce of tomorrow. And uh, you know, the use of, of digital tools and capabilities and, you know, processes that are less heavy and less governance focused. So, um, you know, that is one of our, our, second key drivers is, you know, always looking at it from, you know, any project we run, any change we make. Number one, is it going to be better for the customer? Number two, is it going to be more enjoyable for our employees? Because we want their work to be easy. Uh, we want, you know, what they do to be effective and and for them to enjoy, you know, their their work day at Dow as well. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the final one is around, uh, you know, I would say you know, working at the speed of business, uh, really changing how we work. Again, that's that's looking end to end at how we execute our work, forgetting about the the organizational boundaries or the org charts and, uh, you know, looking at how do we, again, streamline what we do uh, from the view of the customer, not necessarily the view of what would make our life easier and what what would make, you know, a, a functional uh, organization's life easier is how do we how do we knit that together to deliver you know as one DAO to our customers. So I mean we're really focused on like I said becoming a real time DAO. So we're not uh, you know doing a lot of stuff in the background or in the back office to to make that interaction work. That uh, you know that interaction can be streamlined directly to the customer. We can commit to a delivery date you know on, online with our customers. So if you if you wind that back, that's a lot about changing again how we look at how we're doing our work. It's about changing how jobs are structured in the company, but as well, it's looking at some things that maybe aren't as fun, but it's, you know, getting into the details of the data and how do we maintain our data and do we have our data structured and set up and maintained so so we can be real time and not have to do a lot in the back office. So, so I think some really exciting. Uh, themes, uh, what we try to do, we, you know, laddered our IT strategy up with those themes of the company as well. And I think it's really nice because it's not, you know, a lot of technology speak. It's it's three simple themes that we can check everything we're doing against in a company. And, you know, everybody can relate to, to what we're trying to work on, both internal and external to the
0: company. Mm. Um, um, one of the things that's also changed since the last time you and I spoke, um, at least on the record, what is, is an augmentation of your responsibilities. So you've been in role uh, as chief information officer for about three and a half years mm-hmm. and for a little less than two uh, you added the chief digital officer set of responsibilities to right. those. And I'm, cu- I'm curious, um, what, what, what changed? What, what was the impetus for the aggrandizement of the title? And how do you see that translating the two sides now of your role?
1: Yeah, I actually am very fortunate that uh, the CEO asked me to take on the chief digital officer role, uh, having already having the, the CIO role, uh, because I've looked and I've watched a few other companies where they've, uh, named someone else other than the CIO, CIO to be the chief digital officer. And it seems like, um, you know, another IT-ish organization starts popping up and, and, and I've, you know, seen some conflict. So I'm wearing both hats. So I guess I can argue with myself. You know, I do think I'm fortunate <laughs> because I do wear both hats. And, uh, you know, the, the CIO role is, um, you know, there's some traditional, IT things or tech things that you just have to make sure work in the company as the CIO. Uh, a lot of infrastructure, a lot of, uh, you know, base capabilities that, uh, you know, that every employee uses. The chief digital officer role, I think really brings, uh, you know, credibility to, uh, driving the change, the transformation, uh, for the company and, um, you know, just the 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 collaboration that uh, you know, I have accountability for driving is to me a big part of the, the CDO role. I mean, I'm the chief digital officer, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make everything match magically become digital on my own. It's uh, through just you know incredible collaboration i would say collaboration like we've never seen in the company before you know across uh you know the the it organization with our businesses as well as the it organization with all of the other functions in the company to make this work so um you know the it's really uh, also given me an opportunity to um uh you know have have a say in in those partnerships and And, and bring different ideas to the table where, you know, traditional thinking may not take you down a digital path for some of the challenges that we have. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a fun journey so far. And, uh, like I said, I just really appreciate uh, being asked to. Uh, you know, take on that role and and drive that, you know, the digital
0: change for the company. That's great. As you say, a great sign for the uh, perceived value by the rest of the team as to what you were doing as CIO. I'm curious... um, how does it filter down into the team? Now, as you're thinking more, uh, from a digital lens and in that broader sort of perspective you just described, are there skills that are becoming more important that you're training for or hiring for, as the case may be? How does that filter into the organization?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, um, it filters uh, into the, the whole company. Uh, when you say organization, uh, not just the IT station, but, but the whole company and, but it starts with the IT organization. And that's one of the things that uh, you know, I, I launched right away is, you know, when you think about uh IT skills, it's it's one thing to have good solid technology skills, but from a digital standpoint, there were a lot of competencies that we had to build out in the IT organization. So we spent a good part of last year really focused on business acumen and really knowing I mean, really knowing the businesses that we operate and the businesses that we're in. And and actually, that became uh, pretty interesting because we needed that across the company as well. I mean, we went through this big transformation with Dow DuPont. You know, we brought new business into our portfolio. We had business, you know, move to Corteva and move to DuPont. So just everybody had to regroup and re-understand what is the new Dow? What are the business portfolios? What is it? what are the markets we're really trying to go after and and serve and and, and infiltrate, I guess, if you want to say that. So, you know, a lot of time spent on just, you know, understanding the businesses and as well as, you know, different competencies around, um, uh, you know, being more agile and changing how we operate. Uh, Clearly, you know, in IT speak, from waterfall to, you know, agile methods. But that also brings in educating business and functional users on those methods too because, again, it's all, you know, you become one team and you have to work very differently than we have in the past. You know, no more, you know, the, the business or a function, you know, throwing a request over to IT and IT figuring it out. It's, it's all done in partnership and, you know, clearly from a, you know, what is the problem we're trying to solve lens which you have to collaborate and partner on to make sure you you, uh, you know address the right
0: challenges. That's interesting. You've mentioned uh, collaboration and, and its importance, its growing importance uh, in the modern age. And one of the areas which you're, um, in essence, alluding to, I think, also is this convergence of IT and OT. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you could take a moment and describe the rationale for its combination, as well as the value you see deriving from having that closer relationship between the two disciplines.
1: Yeah, I think this is a great conversation to be had. I think it's one of our biggest opportunity areas uh, within Dow. And uh, if you think about IT uh, in the digital age, it's kind of a, I would call it a natural connector. I mean, the 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 type of work that we do, what we're trying to change in the company, IT becomes kind of the heart or the epicenter of, of what we're doing. And you know, bringing, you know, all of our functions together is, is really important to, to, I would say, harvest more together than we could separately. And that's exactly what we're doing in the ITOT space. I mean, if you think about Dow, we've got over a 100 manufacturing sites all over the world. Uh, we've got a very strong um, manufacturing organization, uh, very technically skilled. Um, and historically, we've, you know, we've focused on how do we improve that kind of plant by plant, site by site. And so we've built skills and pockets around the company in our operations technology space. Um, and, you know, just the, the opportunity to bring the two together because there are good technology skills in operations. There are very good technology skills in I.T., and bringing those together and having the the two groups work together, we found, you know, just some huge opportunities to learn from each other and and to be able to accelerate what what we're trying to do by working together. Uh, so the operations team, you know, fully understands, you know, process control. Uh, they have a different, um, I would say, even a a, a, a higher level. Of understanding around reliability. I mean IT has reliability targets but nothing like OT has. Uh, on the IT side I mean we have very very good testing techniques um, we have a different view on how to implement things in, in more of a, a a company-wide program but we also recognize there are differences in in and you have to understand those differences in how you implement from an IT standpoint we typically deal with enterprise systems and you can plan a big program and you can have a well-planned weekend and you can roll out you know an ERP system i said that pretty simply but you can in the OT space you have differences at many of your manufacturing sites. A lot of that, just because you have built things over time and technology changes over time, or because you, uh, like Dow, we've had, you know, years and years of, of M&A, we've acquired companies, you know, you bring in what they have, you don't, you know, upgrade everything all at once. Uh, so you can't just have kind of a well-planned weekend where you implement changes across hundreds of sites on the same weekend so you know there are differences and we're learning from our differences we're you know we're learning from each other and like i said we've been able to find several areas that we can accelerate by bringing the two groups together
0: that's great that's really great it seems like as i think about the various things that you've ushered in the changes uh, that have been made across your tenure um you know the spin obviously being uh uh, perhaps the biggest of the changes, but even just sort of the differences in orientation, the augmentation of your responsibilities, uh, of this mer- convergence of IT-OT, the, the greater degree of agility. Um, so much of this seems like you've really uh, thoughtfully used the change suggested by the spin as a mandate for broader change because change is difficult to usher in but there's a recognition i would think anyway look we're we're now a new company we need to do things differently uh it seems like you've really uh taken a thoughtful approach to recognizing that these sorts of opportunities mandates for change don't come every day and so um, really kind of leveraged that to the hilt. Is that, is that fair?
1: Absolutely, Peter. If you think about, you know, we're a 123-year-old company, and we were reborn last April, so we absolutely took advantage of, you know, being spun out as a new company. You know, we were on the New York Stock Exchange and rang the bell, and that was, you know, an event that we all celebrated as employees of Dow, and from a a digital standpoint, you know, our, our, our kind of path forward is that the new DAO is going to be a digital DAO. And, you know, I've kind of said a couple times that, you know, we're moving from a chemical company that does digital to a digital company that does material science. So it's just a very different mindset and, and absolutely use that, that opportunity to celebrate and to, you know, highlight that that the new dial was going to be different, uh, to our employees. And, you know, we've, we've got a long journey ahead. We all talk about the digital transformation and, uh, I don't think, I don't think we're ever done. Um, it's an ongoing activity. So we've got a long ways to go, but, um, you know, I think we're making really good headway and and we did use the event
0: as an opportunity. And you mentioned that I want to circle back to something you mentioned very early on Melanie. That was you, um, you modernize, you also use the opportunity to modernize a variety of um, technologies that you're using. And uh, I can only imagine that you were setting a better foundation to be able to implement a lot of what you've described. So as opposed to, you know, uh, investing in new innovations that are on an antiquated foundation, you're now thinking about how do we Get to modern technologies, modern modern practices, so that as we do that, we're building on a much more everlasting foundation. Something that's a bit more toward, leaning towards future proof. Um, is that is that fair? Is that how you've thought about the, some of the modernization activities that you've Absolutely.
1: undertaken? So I talked about some of the platforms that we put in place, right. uh, but we also modernized our network at the same time. Because if you think about when we we're when we were splitting into the three companies, I mean we have big manufacturing sites and you don't just pick up and move a plant somewhere else. It's sitting in the middle of your, of, you know, of our site. And, you know, we needed to get different networking capability into those sites that would split off to, you know, Dow or Corteva or Dow and DuPont. And so we used that opportunity to upgrade, you know, some of our base infrastructure as well um, and to start planning for more wireless and actually even 5G. So, you know, some of the, the cool technologies that are coming, we, you know, made some decisions. We drove, uh, you know, a, an architecture that would help us get to the future. And again, use some of that investment, to, to, to make sure that we could, um, you know, put the right foundational infrastructure in place. But like I said, we also, um, you know, focused on some key platforms, uh, you know, our whole business portfolio changed. So our business planning platform, we, uh, We made a pretty big investment in and, you know, actually we're already starting to see some of the benefits from a working capital standpoint uh, in being able to manage our working capital better uh, by using that platform. We put a new HR platform in place, um, uh, cloud-based. I don't know if we want to talk about vendors or not, but we went with Workday. Um, We did, uh, you know, a pretty, we did a global Massive implementation of Workday last September. And, uh, we're already seeing the benefits there where, you know, that's going to help us um, be a much more agile organization that we want to be and, and, you know, better visibility to, to skills and better access to information about people where, you know, when we have a challenge, we can now start pulling the people with the right skills and capabilities. And again, like I said, not worry about where they're at in the organization or not miss people. You know, the, the gems that you have out in your organization when you have a challenge that you may not even know about, uh, that platform is really starting to, you know, help, uh, help us with that. And, and of course, with these platforms, we're, we're changing, you know, how we do work and we're changing the organizations and, and the, the processes around how we execute work in these areas at the same time. You know, I talked about our, our digital, uh, commerce platform. Uh, we put that in place, uh, as we were working on the, the separation of the, you know, Dow DuPont activity. Um, you know, our platform is really designed to, to meet, uh, you know, at the intersection of the three pillars that I talked about. So to improve, uh, that interaction with our customers, to improve our employees' interaction, and to be a more real-time Dow, uh, by being able to, um, really uh, execute commerce online real-time and not have a big back office behind the scenes. We also, um, through the collaboration, and and I talk about collaboration like we've never seen at Dow, we were able to totally uplift not only the technology, the underlying technology, but also the window that our customers uh, see our products and who we are on our Dow.com platform we did that in less than nine months last year, you know, at the same time that we were working on the spin, we were working on this and, and, you know, it was, we went from, you know, a company that had over a hundred different, uh, internet views, ways that people could see our, our business and, and who we are. I mean, we had a, 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 a Dow.com from a corporate standpoint, but our businesses had very different views, all with, you know, different terminology You know, all with a different structure. And we brought that all together in a very short time because we're working very differently, not only on our projects, but how we do our day to day work. So that whole digital platform and and Dow.com were a couple, a couple more examples. And of course, we're doing a lot of things in the manufacturing space. I think maybe last time I talked about, uh, you know, some of the work with drones and robots, uh, to really make our, you know, employees, uh, work safer for them. Uh, doing several, you know, other areas, um, uh, working with um, what I would call bringing uh, employees closer to the machine. So we're, you know, leveraging capability that we can bring global experts in uh, to solve problems um, uh, uh, while they're remote. So
0: That's fantastic. And you're already, uh, in fact, uh, uh, leaning towards where I wanted to go as well, which is trends that excite you as you think about the future. Um, I would love to, you know, I'd love to hear what other things are kind of on your roadmap as you look to the future.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this whole concept of artificial intelligence, I think we've all been talking about AI for a while. Um, I think there's a lot of confusion out there about what it is. Is it really a different form of analytics? Is it machine learning? Is it AI? Is, you know, is there true AI out there? And I think, you know, from my vantage point, that one is the most exciting for me and just the the possibilities that it can bring to a company like mine. Uh, you know, we, we create um, just, just in our manufacturing sites alone. I mean, we create tons and tons of data. Um, I would say, It's, uh, in the neighborhood of 20 billion data sets a day when you look across all of our manufacturing sites. Uh, you know, and, and our ability to, to do more than just, you know, process automation or reliability improvements with that data is really, you know, what's on our radar. How can we mine that better? And how can we leverage AI to start seeing patterns to help us, you know, understand that data better? And, you know, we formed what we call an artificial intelligence competency center or AICC within now, which is another way that we've um, uh, driven different collaboration in the company because it's a, it's an organization that it's not, I mean, it's not an organization on an org chart, but it's a, it's a group that comes together to really move, uh, AI competency forward for our company. Uh, and we've done a few other of those collaborations. I, I know a lot of companies do hackathons to bring their developers together and, and come up with big ideas. We've run a couple uh what we call Dow data science challenges, which really brings our data scientists uh, across the company together. So we have data scientists that sit in manufacturing, that sit in R D, d that sit in our supply chain area, that... You know, sit in core IT that that support the needs of our, our businesses and you know our data science challenge. What we do is we throw a big challenge out there. In fact, on the very first one we did a couple of years ago, I partnered with our CFO and we we threw the challenge out there of you know come up with some ideas of how we could add a hundred million dollars to EBITDA. And you know we we put a, the challenge out there. We uh, let the data science uh, data scientists self-select their teams uh, with one rule that you had to work with people that you don't work with on a day-to-day basis, and we got some some great ideas out of that challenge. In fact, we you know we were going to award the top three and fund those to go forward. We funded like the top ten projects, and we're already seeing great progress, you know, against that goal. So some of some of the you know fun things that you can do different things that you can do within your company to break down those silos but also to really i mean the ultimate objective is to progress uh, areas forward and AI is one of the, the ones that I'm really focused on and excited about
0: That's great. Uh, well good. Well Melanie Kalmar thank you so much for joining us again on Technovation it's been a great conversation hearing about the extraordinary tenure you've had uh, the the very consequential things that you've led uh, the, the spin that has uh, developed the new Dow and some of the things that you're excited about as you look to the future. So thank you so much for a great conversation. Oh, you're welcome, Peter. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Please join me next week when my guest will be Ramon Mehta, the chief information officer of Visteon.